Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders. Plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Con Racing. And welcome in everybody. Brendan Gone here. Gone Racing in the South Point Hotel Casino Vston Studios, and once again, I am running solo in the studio because my good friend, Mr. Jeffrey Motley, the world traveler that he is, Mr. Motley. This week, we are in Sonoma. Now, you're in, you went from you went from the the barbecue country of of Coda to the wine country of Sonoma. I want to be you. Yes, up 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 here in Sonoma for probably the next uh, I don't know eleven days. I think getting ready for the Toyota Saymart 350 coming up next weekend. After we get through this weekend's race in Charlotte, the uh, Coca-Cola World 600. The, the Coca-Cola, did they call it the right name? The World 600. Uh, it was always the World 600 right. to me when I was a kid growing we're, up. So. We're showing our age that we, we actually still call these things by the names of, that they used to be. But, Jeffrey, I... Uh, I got to tell you, I don't, I, I, I'm maybe I'm just a weird fan, but I had the best time watching your race at Coda last weekend. (laughs) Well, I think the race was exciting and it was fun and it was enjoyable. And I think the racing in the rain is cool. Um, We just probably ran into the one part of the one racetrack that when it was raining as hard as it was raining and the water started to puddle on that long straightaway that probably made the racing in the rain part for NASCAR much more difficult. I just hope this doesn't set back NASCAR racing in the rain. I think we can still race in the rain. We just have to realize not all rain. Well, and, and look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a couple things. One, the, the track itself, uh, you know, Tavo Hellman, who had a big hand in building the track, they built that place correctly. It There was no puddled water 
Jeff, at the corner of the at the bottom of these corners, in the you know inside of these corners, they did a great job with runoff. And and we're not talking gambling yet. I mean, this is we're we're just talking racing in in general. Great job with runoff. The amount of rain they had, and there wasn't standing water. Which Motley, that's tough to do. I mean, most places that's what the problem is. You get to the apex, you get to a corner, and there's just a puddle of water two feet deep. They didn't have that. They had a unique problem, which was what what is that? Eleven to twelve or eleven? Yeah, eleven to twelve. That turn long, 11, turn 12. that long straightaway is a little downhill, which means water is running downhill, and they it can't go anywhere till it gets to the runoff at the bottom, and it, it made a difficult day. But I'm telling you, it was so much fun to watch as a fan. I w- I wish I was in the driver's seat. It was the I think the other issue that really kind of came up is you had three thousand pound race cars running 170, 175 miles per hour. The amount of spray that they were generating at the end of that straightaway, I think that was a big issue. And I think that's why these guys couldn't see. You saw that with Bubba Wallace running into the back of, I can't remember who he ran the back of, but then the whole incident with uh, Martin Turks Jr. and Cole Custer and Michael McDowell, um, that was pretty scary. No, forget I, I actually called... Kurt Busch, Austin Dillon, and Kyle Busch this week. I think the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life on a racetrack was Kurt Busch's avoidance of Austin (laughs) Dillon and Kyle Busch. I mean, Jeff, when I tell you, you could not put this sheet of paper in between the bumper of Kyle and Kurt Busch and Austin Dillon just turn the wheel enough to the right, just barely. I mean... I called Austin. He said, dude, Danny Lawrence called me and said, oh, my God. Oh, it said on the radio, oh, my God, on your left. And he looked in the mirror, and all he saw was a black streak. He said he turned right just a little bit, and here comes Kurt. He said, like a bullet. Shot between them. I called Kyle. I called Kurt going, oh, my God, that was the coolest. Thing. Kurt goes, I don't know if I want to see the replay. He said, I lived it. I well, said, no, watch the replay. It's even better on television. Well, and the other funny part about that from Kurt's standpoint was how he managed to avoid – the gravel and keep himself riding around the gravel on the grass. He he so told me he saw me do it at mid Ohio. He said, I, I remember you doing it at mid Ohio. You hit the gas as soon as you hit the dirt. I said, absolutely. When you get there, hit the gas, get through it. And he did a brilliant job. Two brilliant. <laughs> Dude, that was, Oh my God. That was so close. It was unbelievable. That was my favorite part of the race that the Kyle Bush, Austin Dillon, Kurt Bush thing. That was, Oh yeah, that would have been big. That would have been big. Well, it had been big on the it had been big on the plane ride home when Kurt and Kyle got on. <laughs> and I'm sure Kyle wasn't happy with the timing of the calling of the race anyway, because I mean he was the dominant car. He was the best car, ran the best race, and not to win. A pretty disappointing for him, I believe. Yes, he was not very happy about it. Um the timing of that caution. But once again, everybody, this is Gone Racing. Brennan Gone, Jeff Motley, I'm in studio today. Mr. Motley is up in the fabulous wine country of Sonoma at the racetrack there. Motley's been the world traveler, and we're talking a little bit of uh, what happened this last weekend at COTA and at the fantastic debut of the COTA race series. And, and Motley, you know, we talked all year about Kyle Busch when he runs a race before, right? And we, we've been saying it when he gets practice, when he has a race. He does great. He dominated the Xfinity race, and he was putting on a show in that Xfinity race. Didn't pay off for him, though. But who it did pay off for? Chase Elliott. Our our main man in the rain. Uh, Chase Elliott, once again, he has proven that he is 
a a road course ace, whether it's rain or dry, p- was there when it mattered. He was plus two forty to win. We had joked that's the the smallest. Uh, number we've seen in a very long time, and he won. He was negative 148, the first minus top three number we've had in a long time. Um, Versus Martin Truex, he was minus 170, and the Hendrick Motorsports team, of course, was plus 150, which, uh, you know, that, that, that was all small numbers because they had Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott. But once again, another new winner, Jeff. It's one we thought would win, but we now have 13 winners, and we still got 10 races to go? 10? Yeah, we got thirteen Is winners already. Thirteen or twelve? I gotta, uh, I gotta look for that. Uh, le- oh, it's eleven winners. Eleven winners. Sorry, excuse me. Eleven winners. We're not, we're not getting to fifteen. I don't know. I still, th- I mean, look at who hasn't. You still got Denny. Okay, you got Denny and Kevin. Which you're going to say, you know, we 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 all assume those two are going to win. I yeah, think I'll the, give. I, I just want to know where the other two's coming from. Now, I, could Reddick? Reddick could shock they, somebody. That's where I'm going. Is the RCR teams have been running consistently top tens, borderline top fives. So they're they're getting close. They could be there. You still got a Daytona left on the schedule before we we close the playoffs. You still got a couple more road races. I don't well, know. I don't. I think the road races. I mean, look, it, Chase Elliott. Martin Tricks Jr. and Kyle Busch are going to be the three guys to beat on the road courses. Um, and, we, and here's the deal. We're not going to get rain up here in Sonoma. And, and look, Chase only beat Kyle at Coda because of the NASCAR's decision to stop the race with 14 laps to go because Kyle came into pit and then they make the decision to stop the race. So, Well, I mean, some, some cool stuff from Chase Elliott. Uh, Hendrick Motorsports, kind of a big deal in our sport. Uh, tied Richard Petty Motors or Petty Enterprises, I should say. There's discussions on number of wins, blah blah blah. But basically, uh, Richard Petty Motorsports and and uh, Hendrick Motorsports are now tied with 268 wins all time in our sport. Kind of a cool thing for NASCAR fans. I mean, that's that's a big deal, you know, the, for for Rick Hendrick to tie that. Um, and to t- tell you how big of a gap it is, Joe Gibbs is at 190 wins. And that's the second place team now, the second most wins behind those two organizations. So that's a big gap between those two guys. It is. And it was also the 800th all time win for Chevrolet. And that was a really big deal for, you know, Jim Campbell was there and Jeff Gordon came into victory lane and congratulated Chase Elliott. And then Jeff Gordon came into media center. Um, and so it was a pretty big deal for that crowd. He does kind of own that team. So like, you know, kind of a, Smart move for him to go down there for that. Uh, yep. Back Hendrick, but how about this? Hendrick resurgence still. Back-to-back wins for Hendrick Motorsports. You know, Alex Bowman win in Dover, and then Chase Elliott win in, uh, win in, win in you know, this race. So back-to-back for those two things. And then William Byron, his streak is snapped. All th- I'm still on the I'm still on the William Byron bandwagon. I'm not getting off that. But he finished just outside this top 10 we're showing on Vison. Finished 11th. He wanted to go back racing really bad. Um, a quick cap right. of your top 10. Kyle Larson was plus 375, which we, we both said we were pretty high on Kyle Larson. Joey Logano, we were not really that, uh, you know, high on, plus 500. Look at this top 10, though, Motley. I mean, Ross Chastain fourth. The Dinger, who I missed out that top three on Dinger by two positions, and he was there. Chase Briscoe, we didn't talk a lot about him, but he is a road course guy. Michael McDowell, we, we were all high on him. And then there's that Tyler Reddick you mentioned and Kyle Busch with, you know, bummed about the timing. But uh, Alex Bowman even in there. So, once again, the, 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 the Hendrick guys proving that they can 
those those simulators are working, and a heck of a run for Ross Chastain has had a horrible season to this point. A little bright spot there for him. It, it is, and and a lot of those guys there was some good luck and there was some bad luck. You know, obviously Truex's situation where he ran in the back of McDowell. Byron got run into early in the race. He pretty much had to drive a, a wounded car for the entire race and still ended up 11th. And we know very well about the Kevin Harvick situation when he got uh, ran over by Bubba Wallace. Uh, which was a heck of a mess too. And I think Christopher Bell was involved in that accident. So you had some of the better uh, cars, especially in Truex and Kevin Harvick and Christopher Bell, who'd won the road course at Daytona, taken out of the race early. So I think it gave an opportunity for some guys like Chastain and and Briscoe and McDowell to get up there and have a good finish. Well, let's talk a little more about Chase Chase Elliott here on road courses. Um, and then we can we can start you know wrap up and start moving on. But he's chasing a record. Jeff Gordon holds the record for nine road course wins, but he had 47 races to do it. He won five at Sonoma, four at Watkins Glen. And remember, that's all they had back then. Jeff was Watkins Glen and Sonoma. Chase Elliott already has six wins in only 14 road course races, but he has so many more opportunities now than Jeff Gordon did. He's got two at Watkins Glen, two at Charlotte, one at Daytona, and one at Coda now. And, of course, we go to Sonoma here very soon to see you. I, I think Chase Elliott is absolutely going to become, be able to take over for Jeff Gordon on this because he has so many more opportunities. I mean, back in the day, Jeff, you only had you know two opportunities a year. Yeah, two races a year, I will agree with you. But at the same time, you've got a situation where it's the same number of races, I guess is what I'm saying. So Gordon ran 47 road course races. Granted, it was only at two tracks, Sonoma and Watkins Glen. But Chase Elliott has only competed in 14 races. That is phenomenal to me. So That's almost 50% win percentage on a road course. I mean, he's just under 50. So if you factor that out over 47 races, and he was to say at this current percentage, the guy's going to have 23 road course wins compared to Jeff Gordon's nine if he were to keep this up. Now, I don't think any of us expects Chase Elliott to win every other road course race from now until for the next seven or eight years, but he's certainly the guy to beat. He he and Truex and to some degree Kyle Busch are clearly – the top three road course racers out there right now. Yes. I mean, if you had Michael McDowell and better equipment, maybe if Dinger ran more often, you could make arguments for some of these guys, but those are the, are the class of the field in road racing right now in our sport. Let's recap some of the betters, uh, the group matchups last weekend. You and I both had a lot of, a lot of similarities in our lineups as we picked our deal, but we talked Kyle Bush, Kyle Larson, Group A. We both were heavy on that 345 and 350 with the decision by Kyle to pit. Kyle Larson ends up winning as the dog in Group A. Great job for him and the betters that picked that. Joey Logano. None of us, I think, talked well last week, Jeff, about Joey Logano winning Group B. And there he was, the dog, end up getting that win. Group C, you and I both were heavy on A.J. Allmendinger and... He came through for us. He picked the one group C. Michael McDowell. We said McDowell in that group D. Great road racer. Yeah, and I'm mad at myself for not taking him in one of my picks because I really, really was thinking McDowell the whole time. I chose not to take him. I'm really not even sure why, um, but that was a dumb move on my part. 
Well, he would have paid you at 265 right there. So that, uh, that, but for both me and you, that didn't work. We've been high on Tyler Reddick lately in Group E, and Tyler Reddick pulled it out. I think we even said that during the uh, in our show that we liked Tyler Reddick in that Group E. That was one we were pretty happy with. And then we did not say Ross Chastain. I think we both were pretty high on Ryan Priest in this in that Group F. But I think you said I'm not touching Group F with a 10 foot pole last week. But the dog Ross Chastain, three of the dogs end up winning their group. Uh, last week at Coda, so a lot of a uh, lot of big numbers there were able to get you cash you some uh, cash you some tickets. Yeah, and I think that's why you and I talk so much about why we love the group so much because your guys only competing against three other racers, and you get some really good odds on some of these. And I think that's where you that's where you win. I mean, I like to sit here and I look at our current standings, and I've feasted on group picks this we year. Have, and we have current standings. I don't. Th- I think we didn't do standings this week. I think. I'm sure. You sure? I don't think we have current standings. You and I pretty much had the same number because we had the same picks. Well, we did have the same number this week. You are correct. <laughs> um, um, we did talk a little bit about the number of 11 different winners this year. It, we're getting closer and closer to these playoffs. We haven't talked about play, uh, championship odds lately, and maybe we'll, we'll talk about that in the next couple weeks to kind of return to some of those talks. But if you look right now, there are some guys that are on the outside of this playoffs that – we absolutely did not expect to be outside the playoffs. I mean, you look, Matty D, I think we at the start of the year, we all figured he was going to be well within it. He's made a great comeback to get where he's at, but we thought he'd be much higher up. I think a lot of us thought Kurt Busch would be a little bit higher up. I know that a lot of expectations were on Eric Alamarola and Cole Custer, and they're way down there, 27th, 28th. Uh, th- these guys got to do something soon, Jeff, or, or they're, in, they're in big trouble. Well, I totally agree with you. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Matt DiBenedetto was right there for that 16th spot. Now he's 38 points out. He had a, I mean, they were just totally out to lunch at Dover and really were never a factor at Circuit of the Americas. And the way that we've seen Chris Busher, how well he's been running lately, and, and Chris Busher's kind of the, the guy, I guess, he and Tyler Reddick that they're chasing. Chris Busher and Tyler Reddick are showing no signs whatsoever of slowing down. And both Kurt Busch and Matt DiBenedetto struggling mightily right now, 38 and 48 points out of uh, the playoff contention right now. Yeah, and that's a big gap right there. I mean, it's it's only one race, understood, but that's a big number when you're talking that they have to not have a good race and you have to have consistently good races. You could win and still be, you know, get in there, but it's definitely a, a tough road to hoe for those guys now. And and like you said, we DiBenedetto has made a great push to get there. Let, let's let's not discount what he's done to get up even in contention. But there's guys back there that you really expected a lot from. You know, I think we all expected Bubba Wallace to do kind of better than he's doing. I'm actually impressed with Daniel Suarez being 24th in points. Uh, that a brand new organization, brand new team, brand you know, whole deal. They've they've exceeded expectations, and I think they have higher ones. That Justin Marks tells me he is going to win a race this year with that Trackhouse team. Jeff, if he wins a race, that could shake a lot of things up, too. That could be another one of your guys to get us to that 16 number. Well, no, you're right, and that would shake things up. You know, I think the thing is shocking to me. You mentioned Bubba Wallace. If you look at the top 30 guys in points, he is one of only two guys in the top 30 who don't even have a top 10 finish this year. Um, yeah, best that finish really 11th over. Yep. Yeah, he and Anthony Alfredo were the only two guys in the top 30 in points who do not have a top 10 finish this year. And and that's just shocking to me. 
they, they expected much more out of that organization off the start with the Joe Gibbs help they get and all that. So that is 100% there. Um, so we kind of wrapped up, put the bow on Coda. We, we know that we're going to Charlotte this weekend. The next five races, we've got Charlotte Motor Speedway, the Coke 600, the World 600, as we all know it. Sonoma Raceway, where you're at. Another road course coming up here in, in a couple weeks. The All-Star Race, non-points race. Then we got, I think, what a lot of people looking forward to, that Nashville Super Speedway weekend where we're going back to the concrete uh, monster of, of Nashville. And then Pocono Raceway, and they're not showing on this because they're showing the next five, but remember, Pocono Raceway is was a, going to be the first ever doubleheader weekend in NASCAR last year. They're doing the doubleheader this year, June 26th and June 27th will be the next one at Pocono. So a lot of busy weekends coming up, a lot of great racing for fans. Oh, there's no question about it. And, and there are races that can be, you know, one thing about the Coca-Cola 600, we know very well that this can come down to be a fuel mileage race where those kind of situations mm, get think? thrown off. <laughs> 600 we miler. Saw, exactly. We saw Casey Mears get, I think, maybe his the only, only win in his career yep. in the Coke 600. And I think we had Austin Dillon. That, was that his first career win? Second. He won, the, he won the Daytona 500 first. Before, so Austin Dillon on a fuel mileage not that long ago won the Coke 600. So, you know, there's a lot of moving parts when you get to a 600-mile race because you're going to get some long green flag runs where guys are really going to just settle in, and, and uh, anything can happen there. Nope, it's the Coke 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. It's going to be Sunday. Memorial Day used to be still the greatest day in racing with the Indy 500 and then the Coke 600, but it used to be even better with Monaco. They screwed that up over in Formula 1. Fix that, you guys. Very, very disappointed by not having the triple header. Uh, yeah, I was like, why am I watching Monaco on the week before nah, Indy like and Charlotte? Like uh, Chase Elliott, of course, is the defending Coke 600 race winner. Um, but if you remember a couple years ago, uh, we had the single most dominating performance in the Coke 600 that we have ever witnessed, and we probably will ever witness. Martin Truex Jr., if you remember, he led, oh, God, what was it, Jeff? I'm looking it up here. I'm sorry I don't have my computer today, folks. I've, I've left it at home. I'm going to get yelled at by Mr. Musburger for not being looking professional here. Um, but he led, what was it, 230 or 392 laps in 2000 and. It was 16. He led 392 laps yeah. of that Coke 600. It was a while ago, but he I led was, 233 the next and, year. I mean, yeah, I was there for that. Wow. And I don't think, and Chase actually is not the defending champion, I don't believe, of the race. I think it's Brad Keselowski because last year they ran two races in five days. And I think Brad won the Coke 600. Oh, God, which one was the Coke 600? Yeah, no, good point. And then Chase won the, the 300 mile race or whatever. We ran a half a half a Coke 600 on like a Wednesday night because of the pandemic. So I think Chase won the last race there, but the official Coke 600, I think, was Brad Keselowski. Oh my God. The things were so messed up from last year, I don't even know which one was the Coke Oh, I know. It's easy, it's easy for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, we, we lose track of it last year. But when you look at the, the – when we get to the odds in the next segment on this one, you know, we're going to have a few guys that all have those single-digit odds, but – there are guys that have absolutely lately been just dominating forces here. Chase Elliott's in there, Martin Truex. Uh, I mean, we're going to see usual suspects, Jeff. But like you said, fuel mileage. Anything can happen. Absolutely. I mean, you look at a race like Charlotte, and you got some guys that are hungry, too. Guys that haven't won there. Nope. It's it's. I love the Coke 600. I love staying up all night to watch it. It does have a lot of twists and turns in the end. We'll come back. We'll give you the odds on Gone Racing. Be back in a second.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back into Gone Race. I'm Brennan Gone, Jeff Motley. We're talking Coke 600. We're going to get right into the odds to win this race. Jeff, there's two ways I look at this when I'm, when I'm a better. I look, of course, at Charlotte Motor Speedway stats, but I'm also going to look at the last 10 races on this package, the mile-and-a-half package that NASCAR runs right now, because you'll see a couple different trends when we get into it. But let's go to the odds, and then we'll, I'll break some people down. Uh, Kyle Larson, plus 500. Martin Truex Jr., 550. Kyle Busch, 650. Chase Elliott, 7. And Denny Hamlin, plus 750. Denny Hamlin's still not a win this season, but he's in there in the single digits. Then after that, we go to the doubles. Ryan Blaney, Brad Keselowski, 10-1. to 1. Kevin Harvick, 11. Joey Logano, 14. Alex Bowman and William Byron, both at 16-1. to 1. Christopher Bell, 30. Tyler Reddick, 40. Kurt Busch, 50. Austin Dillon, 60-1. to 1. Matty D, 80-1. to 1. Then you got some big shots here. Eric Almirola, 125. Chris Buescher, Ross Chastain, Cole Custer, Michael McDowell, Ryan Newman, Ricky Stenhouse, and Daniel Suarez, all at 150 to one. Jeff, that's the that's the most people. That's the biggest gap we've had on. They're saying that there's only 15 guys can win, and then they're just giving everybody else, hey, they're in the field, but we don't think they have a shot. Yeah, you're kind of right on that, and I think part of it for me is seeing that the favorite is a guy who's never won at Charlotte is a little bit surprising to me. Uh, Kyle Larson, he's got no wins there but he's coming in as a favorite. I think it's because he's run so well on these uh, intermediate tracks. I mean, we've seen him. Obviously, he won in Las Vegas. He probably had the best car at at some other races where he did not win. Uh, And then the other guy that kind of jumps out at me, he's a single-digit guy, and he should be a single-digit guy, but in 29 races has never won in Charlotte, and that's Denny Hamlin 
at plus 750. So, I mean, is this where Denny Hamlin makes his breakthrough at Charlotte and finally gets a win? Well, and the reason on Kyle Larson, remember I told you there's a difference between Charlotte and the mile-and-a-half package that NASCAR is running. Kyle Busch in the last 10 races, or Kyle Larson, only has four starts in the last 10 mile-and-a-half races, right? Because he sat out most of last year. But in those four races, he has a first, a fourth, and a second. So Larson loves this package is where they're going with that. And that's what I have to look at there. And I'll look at, like we talk about Martin Truex Jr., how much he has dominated the sport, you know, or at least mile and a half we talk of lately. But if you go last 10, he's got nine top 10s. Yes, zero wins in those last 10 mile and a half races. He is not the mile and a half master that, we, you know, We've been saying that that he you know he has been lately. He's not doing it. And if you look, you were naming driver stats at Charlotte. You know, you look. Martin Truex does have three wins, but in mile and a half, he has zero in the last ten. Kevin Harvick has three wins, but Kevin Harvick, you know, eight top tens, zero wins in the last mile and a, ten mile and a half races. You got Chase. Kyle. Here's the one that I look at right there, though. You got Kyle Busch. Is Kyle Busch back yet? We don't know. We don't know what to say. But you talk about Kurt Busch. He has the one of the best records here, 39 starts, 15 top 10s, you know, and but in the last 10 races, he's had seven top fives. So Kurt Busch, even though he's not running well, do I go off the mile and a half package? Do I go off a of Charlotte? What? How would you handicap that one, Motley? I think that's a really tough one. I mean, Kurt Busch is a guy who needs something good to happen to him. So I kind of agree with you that that he's kind of a, a really hard one to read. Now, you mentioned Kyle Busch. Guess what we're doing this week? Is he running double duty? I think we're practicing this week. Oh. I think we have a practice session and a qualifying because I think they made the two races that were the exceptions of the non-new races were the Daytona 500 and the Coca-Cola 600. Practice for Kyle Busch means... Good race for uh, Kyle Busch. That makes me very, very high on Kyle Busch. Uh, I might actually go for a winner this week. And I'm looking at two guys. They're both 16-1. to 1. They're both Hendrick teammates. They both won at mile-and-a-halves this year. William Byron, Alex Bowman. If you go to the last 10 mile-and-a-half races, once again, don't, don't just give me Charlotte. Give me mile-and-a-half races. William Byron and Alex Bowman. Four top fives in the last 10 races for Alex and six top tens and a win in the last 10 races for William Byron. I like both those two guys at 16 to one. They could, uh, those are guys that could flat out win this race. And remember the dominance that Hendrick used to have here. The 48 used to be, you know, as Lowe's Motor Speedway back when the Lowe's car owned the track. Yeah, They called it the company car for a reason. Yeah, I mean, it's those two guys right there. I'm not going against them. We've talked about it ever again this season. And 16 to 1 for William Byron and 16 to 1 for Alex Bowman. That's a pretty darn good number, Jeff. I mean, I, I just, I, look, hmm. it's just a great time to be Rick Hendrick, if you ask me. I mean, all four of those guys could easily win this race, no question. It is. I mean, if you don't want to, if you don't want to bet those guys to win, when we come back, we're going to talk about the top threes, and their numbers aren't quite as strong as that sixteen to one. But I'm just going to be just as high on them in the top threes. When we come back, we're going to break that down.
And welcome in once again, everybody. Brennan Gone, Jeff Motley, Gone Racing, VEASAN Studio Las Vegas, talking everything Coca-Cola 600 this weekend. Motley, let's go right into the top threes. And, of course, they mirror the odds to win. Kyle Larson, though, is a positive number. He's a plus 145. Martin Truex Jr. is plus 155. Kyle Busch, plus 190. No surprise on those three favorites. Chase Elliott, 210. Denny Hamlin, or sorry, Chase Elliott, 200. Denny Hamlin, 210. Ryan Blaney and Brad Kay, 275. Kevin Harvick, 300. Joey Logano, Alex Bowman, William Byron, or sorry, Joey Logano, 375. Alex Bowman, William Byron, 400s. Christopher Bell, plus 750. Then you get to double digits. Uh, Tyler Reddick, 10 to 1. I like that. Kurt Busch, 12. Austin Dillon, 15. Maddie D, 20. Eric Alamrola, 25. And you got the same group, that long group, all in the same number. Chris Boucher, Ross Chastain, Cole Custer, Michael McDowell, Ryan Newman, Ricky Stenhouse, and Daniel Suarez, all 30 to 1. And, and Jeff, first thing that jumps out again, Alex Bowman, William Byron, the plus 400. But Tyler Reddick, 10 to 1 for a top three. That's not bad either. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Guys have got pretty good numbers on them, and I think we know that Byron and Bowman are capable of being up there. So I love those numbers. I do like the 10 to 1 on Tyler Reddick. You know, and, and even beyond that, I mean, this is a kind of track you expect to see De Benedetto run a little bit better on. Um, and I tell you, 30 to 1 on a guy like Chris Busher, who has been much better on the mile and a half tracks this year. I'm not necessarily saying I'm predicting him to get a top three. But 30 to 1 is a pretty good number if you just want to throw a couple of dollars on a, on a long shot. Well, you know, once again, we're talking about not just Charlotte. We're talking about, you know, mile-and-a-half tracks. And Kyle Busch, eight top tens, two wins, plus 190. It's not a terrible amount of, you know, return for Kyle Busch at plus 190. There's days that he was minus numbers in this sort of thing, and he's practicing. 
Well, he is practicing, which I do think is huge. And here's the here's the other thing with Kyle Bush. He has had how many starts is he? He has had 32, 32 starts at Charlotte. Yeah. He's finished in the top five in 14 of them. And in the top <laughs> 10 in 19 of them. I mean, that's top 10, two out of every three Charlotte races. And when you're talking about a lot of those were 600-mile races, that's phenomenal that's, to me. That's that's a hell of a number. Let's go to the head-to-heads. And there's one thing, and, and you and I always kind of joke about betting a don't line on somebody, and you could bet it on Kyle Larson this week and try to make a little bit of money. Um, Kyle Larson is a minus number against half the field. He's minus against Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Brad Keselowski. The folks over at the Westgate are putting these up, and, uh, you, you know, you could, if you bet the don't line on Kyle and think that Kyle Larson isn't going to have a great day, there there's a lot of return there. I mean, and they're plus one twenty. Chase Elliott, you're getting Chase Elliott plus one twenty. You're getting Kyle Busch plus one twenty. You're getting Martin Truex Jr. at plus one ten in a head-to-head matchup. I mean, these are guys that that we're not talking. You're getting slouches. You're getting the the, the who's who of our sport with a plus number in a head-to-head matchup. Yeah, and I think that's pretty amazing. And this is a guy, again, I go back to, who's never won at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Now, I understand how well he's run on mile-and-a-half tracks. I also know that in a number of these races, he's been really, really good for about 80% of the race or 90% of the race, and then toward the end, he has faded. Well, now you're talking about 100 extra miles. Um, You know, that's a... that's a long, that's a long time. And and in some cases it's 200 extra miles. I mean, some of the races he won, he's won have been 400 miles. Like he won in Las Vegas, it was 400. So now you're talking about 600 miles, Brendan, a long way to go for a guy who hadn't really closed the deal that much this year. No, I mean, but he finished second in a lot of those races. He didn't win them, but he finished up there. But I mean, all it takes is one, one mistake and you end up with a, you know, a, a big payday if you go on the don't line, but you're taking a lot of risk because a lot of people like Kyle Larson. Uh, he is very, very good. That's the only ones that really jump out out at me. Motley is is the the, the don't line on Kyle on Kyle Larson. The rest of them, Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski. Eh, okay, you know, plus one ten on Brad if you're still on the Kyle's not doing well, but Kyle's practicing, so he's the favorite there. I would put him as the favorite. I don't, not many, not many more exciting ones in the head-to-head matchups to me. No, I kind of agree with you on that. I think uh, you know you got a bunch of plus one, one tens up there, but they really can go any way you slice it. So I'm with you totally there. I think if you really want to want to get excited, bet the don't line on Kyle Larson and roll the dice and see what happens. Let's get into our group matchups then, since we uh, we kind of rolled through those pretty quickly. And these, of course, as everybody knows, they're our favorite here on Gone Race. We love these these group matchups. And you jump right into Group A and Kyle Larson. As as with the head-to-heads, um, even though this is now, uh, or these are still Westgate odds, um, they're plus 275, Kyle Larson, Martin Truex Jr., 275, Kyle Busch, 280, Chase Elliott, 290. That is a stacked and packed Group A this week. I think they got, the Group A is 100%, the four correct drivers. That is a tough, tough group to handicap. Yeah, and i tell you, I, I mean, it, there's you can make a case for all of them, Yep. but I look right in the middle of that pack, and I see a guy that's got three Coca-Cola 600 wins, including one of the most dominant performances I've ever seen about five years ago, and a guy who, when he gets practice, he's much, much better. 
Now, practice is going to be on Friday night, and they're going to have qualifying on Saturday morning. Then they're going to run the race on late Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. Kyle Busch, plus 280. I, I like those two guys right in the middle. Yeah, but Chase Elliott's been so good again. Oh, well, no, he hasn't been so – he's been mediocre most of the season. He's got to win, but he's been mediocre. I, I guess I could give that. I mean, I, I could see – I can see the middle two being my favorites in that group. I'm, I'm with you on that. It's tough to pick between them, but I can see that. Um, group B, we got Denny Hamlin plus 240, Ryan Blaney 270, Brad Keselowski 275, and Kevin Harvick plus 305. Is it bad that I'm saying that 300 number on Kevin Harvick is not enough to entice me to bet him in a group? Well, he certainly would be the long shot if I were putting this group together as well. So I agree with you there. You know, getting Denny Hamlin in a group B, again, he's never won at Charlotte, and you got to think he's he's going to be due. But he's so good this year. Yeah. I mean, but, think with, but the guy that really I like there the most probably – Brad Keselowski, he just seems to know how to deal with these long races. I mean, we, you know, we see it at Atlanta. It's a 500-miler. We've seen him win before here in Charlotte on a 600-miler. Keselowski just is a survivor sometimes in these races, and I think he could be the guy to beat in Group B. You know, I, I look at Ryan Blaney, who, not a closer, but he started to finally close a little better. But, man, that I, I, but Denny, Hale, Denny doesn't have to win the race. All Denny has to do is beat these three guys, and he's been second, third, fourth, fifth all season long. I don't know. It's tough to me for me not to jump on a Denny Hamlin at a favorite at 240. I mean, he's the favorite, but it's sad that I can say Kevin Harvick, even at 305, that's not enough to entice me to go to Kevin Harvick. That's that, that until they can change things around there. It's going to be tough. All right, we'll finish up the groups when we come back. Watch any part of today's show or any past show, check us out at vsin.com forward slash subscribe. There are also multiple other ways for you to watch. VSIN's available at Fubo and Sling. VSIN's partnered with iHeartMedia. You can also access VSIN on all Alexa devices. For all the ways to watch and listen, go to vsin.com forward slash subscribe today. And I'm not going to go off on Point Spread Weekly because they cost us money. Most burgers don't like it when I say that. Gone Racing, Brendan Gone, Jeff Motley, here talking about the Coke 600 before I get myself in any more trouble. And Mr. Motley, we're in the middle of the groups. We just finished up groups A and B. And let's dive right on into our group C here, buddy. Uh, William Byron, 240. Joey Logano, 270. Alex Bowman, 275. Christopher Bell, 305. My biggest problem there is two of the guys I'm highest on are sitting in the same dang group. Well, I feel the same problem because William Byron and Alex Bowman, two guys who We've been loving every week. But the way I look at it is you really could throw a blanket over Byron and Bowman. So why not take Bowman? Because he's plus 275 with better odds. So <laughs> I like I, I like Bowman there just because his odds are longer. Because I think, to me, they should be the same. 
I, I like the way you're thinking there. I mean, if they're if they're equal and you get one at better odd, take the better odd. Okay, good, good. Like the way you're thinking there, Motley. Uh, let's go on to Group D. We got Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick, the RCR cars. They have not. They've been keeping Bowman and Byron together, and Dillon and Reddick together. And it's like, come on, split them up. Uh, Dylan Reddick, 245, Kurt Busch, 290, Matty D, 315. Okay, this is tough. We're all really high on the, you know, the, the RCR cars. We just said the stats of Kurt Busch at plus 290, and we've given his stats, and we said that Matt Benedetto has been kind of a disappointment. Uh, but wait, in this package, you know, in this mile-and-a-half package, Motley, Matt Benedetto, 4th and 11th this season and 16th at Las Vegas. He's had a really good run with this package this year. The eight car, the eight car, the eight car, the eight, eight car. car. Right. Red, I I like Reddick here. I like Reddick a ton. I know he's a co-favorite with his teammate. Uh, you know he's patient. That's the great thing I like about Tyler Reddick. I think even though he has not raced a lot of these six hundred mile races, obviously he's only in his second year. I just think this sets up for him. I mean, and, you know, we've seen guys in, in Charlotte pull some big upsets. I mentioned Mears and Austin Dillon. Go back to Jamie McMurray winning in his second career second start. Race. That's right. And the Jeff, Jeff Gordon, I think, did he get his first one at Charlotte, I believe. I just think this is an opportunity for Tyler Reddick. I mean, if he wins the race, I'm not going to be stunned. Well, and, and you look at him and Matt Benedetto and Austin Dillon, the three of them, average finish in the last 10 mile and a half, 13-5, 16-0, and 15-5. I mean, they're, they throw a blanket over the three of them on their average finishes. So, I don't know. I just Something about me likes Matt Benedetto this week after how he ran at Kansas a couple weeks ago. Um, so, I'm, I'm a little higher on Matt Benedetto, but that is a tough, tough group to handicap with all those guys. Um, into Group E, it, uh, Chris Boucher, once again, is not in Group F anymore. He is up into Group E, and we love him up when he's up there. Ross Chastain, 260. Uh, Eric Almirola, 285. And Daniel Suarez, 290. Chris was 255, the favorite. Um, another one that's kind of tough, you know, for me tough, because I like the dog at Daniel Suarez with how that track house team has been racing, but you and I are both fairly high on Chris Boucher right now. And then you got the two guys that we're still not sure what to do with right there in the middle. I'm going to keep taking Chris Busher until it shows it until he gets clobbered in a, in a, in one of his groups. You know, I know I lost on him a couple of weeks ago where a Newman beat him out because he had a bad one pit spot. stop. Yeah. But, well, yeah, and look, we've I've seen really... Roush. Roush has had two cars in the top 10 for the first time in what? 10, 12 years, you know, with Newman and him. So it's and, not bad. And Busher getting his contract extended obviously should give him even more confidence for that. And that team's going to work hard for him. I, I really like like Busher there. Like I know he's a favorite, but I still like him. No, I I don't disagree. I, I think that Chris Busher is a good pick there. But that Daniel Suarez team, the problem is they have problems at the end of the race still. But they have been running as good as their RCR teammates. They've been running very strong. And if they 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 put it together, what was it Dover uh, a couple weeks ago, right, where they had that good solid top ten run. Um, but it just, it seems like something at the end, the wheels fall off just a little for them, but and, that track is good. Sure, and I'm not sure how good Suarez's pit crew is yet. And keep in mind when you're racing a 600 mile race, you make more pit stops. Well, other than maybe when you run the Southern 500 at Darlington for tires, <laughs> um, you got more, more opportunities for a pit crew to mess up in this race than almost any race on the circuit. Very true. I don't disagree with that. 
All right, let's get into our, our affectionately named Mr. Ron Flatter, the Group F. Uh, Ryan Newman is plus 255, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 260, Cole Custer, 280, and Chase Briscoe, 290. Now, I think easily you say Ryan Newman is the favorite there, of course. I mean, he is, he's been sneaky Ryan Newman again this year. But Cole Custer, Chase Briscoe, been better. I'm not going to say better enough, better. And Stenhouse Jr. is kind of one of those anomalies where he runs good, then he disappears. He runs good, he disappears. I'm not sure where he's at. Yeah, I tell you right now, I'm not picking that one this week. <laughs> I don't know, but that, I, Newman, I, that Newman thing sticks out pretty good to me. Well, and I think he's the guy you make the case for, but if a guy like Chase Briscoe put it together, wouldn't shock me. Oh man, I don't know. I just I, I'm I'm kind of torn between the route. I'm looking at my picks, Motley, and I'm like torn between which Roush guy do I take as my last pick? Do I go Chris Boucher in Group E, or do I go Newman in Group F? I don't know. I'm torn. Well, all right, guys. We actually don't have DraftKings did not put up the uh, team this week, so we don't have a team uh, matchup. So let's let's go into how we did last week and how we're doing on the season. Last week, um, me and Jeff Motley, we told you last week it was. We were going to mirror each other if we had had everything right, and we did. We both were minus 2.7 for the week, Motley. We both had Kyle Busch winning over Hamlin, and we lost everything else. I had Kyle Busch in a top three until the end, and then he pitted, and that sucked. Almondinger was coming forward. He was in fifth, and he didn't get there in time. And Blaney, Group B, none of that worked out for me. Uh, the pit crew, back to their old ways. Yeah, once I think Isaiah Truex picked got- this week. Once Turex got in his accident, they were pretty much uh, they were toast. they were pretty much shot with their picks after last week when Turex went out. Um, yeah, you know we 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 love to make fun of we we of course have lots of people on the pit crew Ann and Karina and Isaiah and and over the years and uh, yeah not a good one for them this week with the minus five at least we got one W in there but for the season Mr. Jeff Motley you are still the huge leader in the clubhouse at a plus nine point four units I have been in the positive all season long. Just been riding that nice middle road, getting a couple wins here and there, and I'm back into the negatives. Negative half a point. Um, so kind of bummed you're about not, that. You're not even a half a point, but you're like a half of one. Oh, that's right. a half of a half a point. Oh, I'm point yeah, zero five. Oh man, point oh five. Point yeah. zero five. I'm half of a. So I'm. Not, I mean, listen, I'm breaking even right now on the season is what we can call it. And the pit crew is back into the negative number after that big win a couple weeks ago. They have squandered squandered Motley, their their big win they had, and they are now at minus 1.6 units. Penthouse to the outhouse. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what, listen, Karina started beating us, and we sent her over to Circa. Uh, see, that's what happened. They might have to bring her back in for some picks here to uh, try to help themselves. So, we will go to our picks for this week, and of course, we always go last to first, and that would be the pick crew. They have given me off the teletype here at dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee. What was that noise they used to make on the cartoons? Uh, William Byron to win, 16-1. to 1. They're going for the big W there. Chase Elliott in a top three, plus 200. Martin Truex in Group A at plus 275. Brad Keselowski at Group B at plus 275. And William Byron in Group C at plus 240. Jeff, they're taking the opposite side of you. They are going with the, the blanket and taking the lower return. That's what they're doing. Good picks for them. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, then I would have to, of course, go second for us this week. And, uh, you know, I said I wasn't going to pick many odds to win this year, but I'm going back to the odds to win, and I'm jumping on the Kyle Busch train. You've, you've talked me back into it. Kyle Busch has practice, 
and he has qualifying, and he has proven to me that he can do it on those weeks. He is plus 650, so I got him to win the race. I'm jumping into the top threes, and I'm taking the blanket we've talked about. I'm going to go William Byron and Alex Bowman, plus 400s. I'll take both of them. And heck, they both can get a top three for me, and I'm really happy if they both do it. Then I'm going to finish out with the groups. I'm going to go Matty D. I've listened to him on the radio this week, and I like, I, I think that Matt DiBenedetto, I, I, there's something about Matty D and what he's been saying this week, and I like it. I think I'm going to jump on him. And then I'm torn. I still, I'm, I'm flipping a coin between Boucher or Newman. Boucher, Newman, if you're going to take Boucher, I'm going to be a contrarian to Jeff Motley, so I don't, so I have a chance to at least beat him. I'm going to take Ryan Newman in Group F at plus 255. All righty. And since I am uh, bringing up the front, I'm going to go in, I'm going to go into one head-to-head. I'm going to take Kyle Busch at plus 120 over Kyle Larson. It's my only betting Larson on the don't line. And as has been my uh, old faithful all year long, I'm going to go to the groups with all the rest of my picks. I have four group picks. I am going Brad Keselowski in group B. So I'm with the pit crew on that one. I'm going to go Alex Bowman. I'm going to go up and I can't believe I'm picking against William Byron. I haven't done it all year, but I'm going Bowman in group C. I am going to go Tyler Reddick in group D. Head to head with me, baby. Head to head. We got a head to head. And I'm riding with my man, Chris Busher. In Group E at plus 255. So I think you probably knew that was coming. Just so everybody knows, I'm not against Chris Boucher. I just, I, I want to be, I, I can't, I can't, I can't make up ground on Jeff Motley if we have the same picks. So I got to pick somewhere else to try to get one. And it doesn't mean I'm rooting against you, Chris. I'm just saying Daniel beat him by one position and I'm happy. That's all it is. And we, because we really like Chris Boucher. He's a good no, guy on top of everything Chris. else. Love Daniel. So, I mean, either one, just one, one position. That's all I care about. One position. Just, be right there. Eighth and ninth. I'll be happy. All right, Mr. Motley, we got about uh, 30 seconds left here in our show, and you, uh, you're you going to be in the next couple weeks up in Sonoma getting ready for your race. Um, thank you for Coda. I hope you had a great time. How are the fans? How was it down there? Fans were great. People loved it. Uh, amazing facility. Look forward to going back next year. But, Brendan, I'm really excited about 1,100 miles on Sunday. So am I. I'll be watching all 1,100. I'll be there for the Indy and the Coke 600. And hopefully you will join us again next week on Gone Racing. We break this down and talk about uh, Sonoma the next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 